What's going on, Catterman and Catterwomen? Holy crap, bro! That's a big oh. one. That's a big one. What the? on Catterman and Catterwomen. You know who it is. It's your boy the Catterman here. Well from the YouTube channel The Fishing Adventures of Catterman and anywhere else you might have seen me on social media. For those of you who don't follow me on my YouTube channel I highly recommend that you subscribe. Just go on YouTube put in Fishing Adventures Catterman. You'll find my channel and when you're looking for my Instagram where I'm pretty active you can find it at the underscore Catterman. C-A-T-T-E-R-M-A-N. So, we're at episode three. A little bit more consistent than in the past. And definitely way more consistent than on my YouTube channel. <laughs> so, if you are curious in what today's topics are going to be, first off, we're going to answer some questions that have been submitted. And for every week, you can submit your questions to my email. And I'm going to put that down in the description of this podcast. So, go check that out. In case you guys aren't aware, you can follow my podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, and basically anywhere else you can think of where there might be podcasts, even on an app like Beaker. I hope you guys have all had a wonderful week of work that wasn't too tough. And those of you that have gotten to go fishing right now in early February, I am super, super jealous. I, I'll tell you what. I, I know for a fact, right? If I lived closer to somewhere where there were lots of blue catfish, I would ne my family would never see me. Heck, my boss would probably have to expect me late every single day because I would just be there night and day. Luckily enough, for my financial freedom and security, as well as for my boss and my family, I live about two and a half hours away from the closest blue catfish location, which is none other than Washington, D.C. on the Potomac River. So I am currently waiting for Andrew... To get here, aka Catterkid, who is my partner in crime on many of our fishing adventures on the Schuylkill River in Philadelphia, down the Potomac, and even on the beach when we're going fishing for sharks. Now, he's deathly afraid of sharks, but he can tell you all about what he enjoys about fishing and doesn't like, because I'll tell you what, Andrew is a very different person than me. I am all about fishing. I have grown up on fishing. I That's part of my identity in life, and that'll never change. But when it comes to Andrew, he'll tell you too when he gets here, he's definitely less of a fisherman and just enjoys being social and socializing with people and just having a good time. And you know, that's what I really want to do here with this podcast. I really want to bring people onto this podcast that are going to bring different perspectives. Most of the time in the podcast, it's like two people talking, but one guy is always talking over the other person. When do we start recording? <laughs> We're already recording right now. <laughs> but when did you start? Uh, just now. So, uh, welcome to the podcast. Hi. <laughs> I'm Catter Kid, a.k.a. Andrew. Guys, I'm not gonna lie, uh, Andrew is a little quiet for most of this podcast, so I do apologize. Yeah, I got on new uh, epilepsy medication, Yeah. and that makes me very chilled. It definitely does. <laughs> yeah, I saw you like melting almost like like vanilla ice cream on a like eighty degree day into the back of the chair. That's what I feel like. That's and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly how yeah. I feel. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that regard, then we're gonna keep the podcast going, and I appreciate all you guys who are listening in. Also, quick thing before we get further into the podcast and talk about all the crazy stuff that we've experienced together, questions and answers from submitters. So Q and A. 
Q&A is coming up right here. We've got a question finally sent in. I've been waiting for questions to hit my inbox. The moment I saw the email, I'm like, yes! <laughs> um, Chris McVeigh is a longtime follower of my YouTube channel and a strong supporter of anything that I really do. And and him and his girlfriend, Becca, they've been phenomenal just in their support. And I really appreciate them. Heck, I, I even call him you know, every couple of days just to catch up and see how he's doing. DGM, as we call each other, asks, how do you anchor down with your kayak and what do you use? Because I'm thinking about using a old potato bag and filling it with rocks. <laughs> <laughs> the poor man's anchor. So I actually use, when I go kayak fishing, which is something that I really want to expand upon, I use a anchor and I use a four prong anchor which is about, I think, a five-pound anchor for my kayak, and I attach a anchor mount to the back of the kayak because what I like to do is anchor down and sweep around and look down current instead of up current because it's, it's easier, and I fish rivers. That's all I really do. The cool thing about anchors, too, is you either go with a round, just one, like, like a lid-almost-type anchor, which just sucks right into mud and sand, or you go with a four-prong, which is better for, like, wood and gravel and, like, rocks. So you got to know which anchor you're using. But I think that's definitely a way to go. Use the gear track system on a kayak to attach a, an anchor mount and then find a way to just get like a four prong or a just a scoop type anchor. So thanks for that question. That was the only question we got this week. You guys suck. And anyways, back to the podcast. And we both met at Rowan University through yes. a good friend, Chris. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we met through Chris. Chris Devone. 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 Yeah. Saltwater Slayer, if you guys ever saw the video on my on the YouTube channel of me trying to catch my first rodeo with a shark, I was fishing with Chris, and uh, he was the guy with the pickup truck that drove us through the sand, and then after our fishing trip that night, um, I had to walk back, and it was probably the most grueling walk I've ever had in my life. Don't forget about Claude. Claude didn't come. Claude wasn't there? No. Claude's always there. No, he wasn't there. <laughs> Claude! Claude's always there with Chris. He's got nothing else to do. See, the thing is that I was waiting for him to come, and I thought he was going to join us, but then he never joined us. Because Chris was talking about Claude joining Rowan's fishing team, but not being a Rowan student. Yeah, he brought that up to Rob, and Rob was just like, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah. He was like, we can't like, we can't invite people who don't go to Rowan onto the, the fishing team. Like, what the heck is that? It's Claude. Mm, definitely is Claude. He's a good guy. I'm I'm kind of impressed that he actually came back all the way to New Jersey. It's because him and his girlfriend broke up. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's probably not the best topic for the for the podcast, right? Especially if Chris no. is listening. Hey, Chris. Hi, Chris. <laughs> How's your new roommate? <laughs> I, I sense a little bit of jealousy, a tiny bit, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. We actually we so we met through we met through Chris. But if you actually take us back couple years back actually like compared to our like friend circle without even realizing it like we've had multiple acquaintances and people like who we've both been very close with and it just came out as we became better friends we've probably met in the past just never knew it our souls met man i mean we definitely have (laughs) if you're always out my street you definitely have I think there was one time where something I just remember with the word like Andrew or that's my neighbor, but I think that was about it. We might have been outside playing. Maybe, dude, this was like high school. We might have been outside playing. You guys still played outside in high school? Yeah. That's kind of weird. It's a small town. You (laughs) You gotta find people to play with. That's what you do. (laughs) 
technology wasn't big yet. Yeah, no, definitely. It's it's amazing, right? Do you think about like the two thousands, and you take us to where we are now? I mean, like even let's say like the microphone we're using right now, this thing would have been like seven hundred dollars. Nobody was podcasting. Nobody was doing that. And like now, here we are. It's a cool mic. It is. It's actually my mother's. I'm borrowing it. Oh. Yeah, my my Samsung Meteor doesn't cut it, but we'll eventually upgrade to better gear as uh, you know time goes on. We were outside playing because there wasn't dope podcasts like this. Yeah, for real. Yeah, if you guys aren't following the podcast already, you probably should right now. I'm going to have many people on this show, as well as Andrew. And, you know, actually that leads me into the first thing I really want to talk about. So, as we've spent a lot of time together, we've gone on a lot of fishing trips. They, clearly, you know, they, we're very different people from the way that we go about it. Like, you're, and I told them to that, you know, as the intro of this podcast was coming along. That, like, you're more of a socializing kind of guy. You like to hang out with people. You like to have a good time. And fishing is more like a thing just to, to do and just enjoy, but it's not, like, your lifeblood. It's not social. Would you consider fishing antisocial? Yes and no. It could be if you go alone, but if you go in a group, then I'd say it's social. And if you're going with two people, is it still antisocial or social? No, it's hanging out. So it's being social. Yeah. So then technically it is, we're being social. It's not antisocial. With each other. Yes. Or we're being antisocial with each other. No. Because we talk. <laughs> I was going to say, like, what the heck are you saying, man? No, no, no. I, yeah, absolutely. But the thing is, I mean, you know, I'm I'm completely obsessed with it. But you are not. You didn't even want to touch fish. You don't even want to touch fish. I still don't want to touch fish. But you're fine with touching, like, bait. Yeah. To some extent. And saltwater fish. So what's the difference between freshwater and saltwater fish? You have a fishing in the skookle, and the skookle's nasty. You drank water from the skookle. <laughs> That was once. That was disgusting. It's in my blood. See, like, I'll touch those fish, but you'll never catch me. Like, drinking, that's disgusting. You <laughs> drank water out of Schuylkill. Like, I still remember it vividly right now. It was hilarious. You wouldn't take me to Wawa. <laughs> you, you were, like, so thirsty. You were so thirsty. I remember that. Yeah, and so you wanted to get a drink, but I was like, no, if we leave this spot, it's going to take forever for us to set back up again. Like, and then just... I said that if we don't go to Wawa, then I'll just drink Schuylkill water. And he said, fine, if you drink Schuylkill water, then we could go to Wawa. <laughs> we went to Wawa. That was great. That was so funny. <laughs> Oh, that was so disgusting, too. Yeah, for those listeners listening in, if you don't know, the Schuylkill River goes through Philadelphia, and it's got a lot of toxins in the water. It's really dead polluted. Dead, Yeah, tons of dead bodies. I mean, the amount of gunshots that we've heard in Philadelphia while fishing there at night just goes to show. Like, multiple people end up in that river, and let's just say they're not going swimming. And bums. Yeah, but I don't think as many bums die in the water. Oh, I'm going to take poops. So, yeah, like, we're, we're very different, but we get to spend a lot of time together. I've learned a lot of things from you in my time, too, especially, in like, being social more around people, learning to, to kind of listen for, like, hours on end, and, like, just being able to just find my meditative spot while sitting next to you. <laughs> I've learned a lot from you, too. Yeah? Like what? Like, how to drive myself and com start and finish tasks. I think that's awesome. I mean, the thing is, you have an amazing amount of, like, potential and ideas that you want to express. I think it's just, it comes down to finding that one thing and then kind of, like, dedicating to it partially. Like, this podcast thing, as much as I, like, I think it's really, really cool. Like, of course, I was kind of like, it's going to be a lot of work, too. But it's worth it. 
because the listeners and us, like, we get to enjoy being a part of this. And, like, networking and getting to know more people. Well, that's like me and my YouTube channel now. Yeah, and so, by the way, because I know that you're going to be starting a YouTube channel, right? That's your plan? Yeah. You're going to be getting some gear, and you're going to be filming with uh, an S9? Yes. Okay, sweet. And so what's your what's your channel going to be about? I don't know yet. Do you have a name? No. Okay, so we'll, we'll get there in another podcast. Yeah. And then I'll shout you out. Yeah. Nice. Depot, man. Well, I don't know where I want to be in the future, and that's why it's so hard for me to pick a topic now. Well, and that's, you know, and that's the thing, since you said that, that's another thing that I think is very important. For Let's say for the listeners who are listening in, who might be thinking about going to college, who might be younger. Uh, both of us have gone to college. I went to college because my parents wanted me to go, and but there was also part of me that wanted to go. And as much as I don't regret that, um, you know, there is, you got to keep in mind that I didn't go for myself. I what went about to college because it gave me something to do, mm-hmm. and it's about it. Something to do. Do you feel at all ever that it was a social influence, or do you think your your parents or your dad had something to do with it? No, it just gave me something to do. That's it. Yeah, and I was afraid to not go to school after going to school for eighteen years. Well, yeah, right, because you feel like that's the norm. It's the easy path. It's just to decide to go to a university if you can get in, and that's it. And then it's kind of like you think life is just going to figure itself out after college. Not knowing that you do need to dive in afterwards, and even if you have a degree, doesn't mean you're going to get a job in that field. So you feel kind of like the work, feeling like you actually need to put the work in for the next step is missing? It's an easier and smoother transition just to keep going to school until you get a degree and then take it from there? No, I'd, I'd definitely say to take a year off and figure out what you want to do, because I don't think college is the answer for everyone. Sometimes you just have to make your own company or make your own work. Isn't it, you know, that's one thing that I saw, which was really interesting today, was that it's easier for you at the age of 18 to get a student loan, which will amount to up to $105,000, $110,000, in debt, than for you to try to get a $20,000 business loan at the age of 18. Yeah. And that just goes to show how broken the system is. Well, what I would say to do is, instead of putting your money, money into college, invest into real estate. So put the same money that you're putting into college into down payment because that's lifelong money or income. Well, yeah, investing in, in property is huge. I mean, property, if you look at the prices in the last couple of years, I mean, it's just been steadily increasing, especially here on the East Coast. South Philly is unbelievable now. Oh, They're yeah, but that's because the it. rich have pushed out the poverty. Yeah. And that's so it's broad money. But if you bought back then when it was like a dollar, now it's worth a lot more than that. Oh, yeah. Investing in, like, even the bad areas. I wouldn't say the bad, but, like, the decrepit areas. You're still making a crap ton of profit nowadays. Oh, this was in the decrepit area. Yeah, yeah. But, I, I mean, running off of that, I don't know. I think I think real estate is a good idea. But I think, in general, you know what I think, personally? What I would tell someone who's younger? Yes, like you said, take a year off. But I think a better idea would be take a year off to understand what you're passionate about. And don't listen to outward influences like your parents when it comes to, like job security and stuff like that because the thing is i feel like there's too much of this idea going around if you're supposed to have your life figured out at 20 you know 20 or 21 like you're dude there's multiple people in their 30s and 35 you're if somebody's even 40 who they don't have their life figured out but they're enjoying the process so i'd say you know right like find something you're passionate about figure out how you can enjoy being in that niche and creating something out of it and making money you know and bringing something to the market while also feeling like you're staying true to yourself and you're doing something that you love. Well, my favorite times is when I stop and smell the flowers and 
like my drive to Michigan, find out that the world is a lot bigger than what you think it is. Oh, absolutely. But it's actually smaller too. It is. I know what you mean though. It is. There's so much more out there to experience, yet at the same time, we're all technically experiencing it if we just open up our minds. Like instead of driving from Rowan to Cranberry where I live, which is an hour, nine times, I drove once to Michigan because I was nine hours away. And that was amazing when you told me about that because you did it so quickly. Yeah, spur of the moment. <laughs> but that, that's what I think is so great. Like, you are willing. You don't think too much about it. You just go for it. Someone said, hey, come on out. I didn't know them. I was like, let's go. <laughs> could have turned out really bad. You could have come back, like, limping back in your car with, like, a really, like, I don't know, like, what's traumatized face. But I'm glad you came back with a smile. No, I, I slept at their place. And <laughs> the one thing I told them or yeah, it was two of them, was don't kill me when I'm asleep. <laughs> well, clearly they didn't. Thankfully. Yeah. But so Michigan was like a culture shock for you? No. Hmm. It wasn't. When we went to Detroit, it wasn't anything like I thought Detroit was like. Because when you usually hear about Detroit, you think like about rampant poverty, it crumbled infrastructure, like the exact image of like the failed auto industry in the U.S., yeah, and it's not like that at all. It's a clean New York City, like Manhattan. A clean New York, New York City. City. <laughs> you know, it's like those two words don't really go together, but I, mean, I know exactly what, what you mean. They have, uh, instead of having a subway underground like New York City, mm -hmm. they have like a monorail in Disney World in Florida mm -hmm. that goes from main building to main building. Yeah, yeah, I remember you told me about that. That, that was pretty cool. And so is it like the metro where you just pay a flat fee to go anywhere? Yeah. That's it? You can ride it the whole day. And how much was it for a ticket? 50 cents. That's it? Yeah. Wow. Everything's so cheap over there, huh? Right now. Okay, so you, as more and more investors come in, it's going to change the whole infrastructure. And that's why the locals don't like it. Oh, because it's bringing up prices. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Because they have to move out now because they can't afford it. Yeah, it was. what were you telling me? It was like the rent was how much? Like $200, $300, something like that? No, it's really cheap. Like if you live outside of Detroit, it's really cheap. Yeah, but how, how much are we talking? Because over here in New Jersey, you're paying fifteen, sixteen hundred for one bedroom, one bath. Yeah, no, it's a lot cheaper than that. Because mm. you live outside and it's it's a crummy place. What's the minimum wage there? Do you know? No, but I know that all of Detroit is owned by either Quicken Quicken Loans or Caesar's Pizza or Little Caesar's Pizza. Yep. And if you work for one of the companies that has their business in one of their buildings you get discounts on little caesar's pizza mm -hmm. little uh quicken loans and every other company that is in detroit you get a discount for which is definitely in a like a great way to attract people to come to the area and to stay there yeah the only thing is you've got two conglomerates that basically control most of the market they just own the buildings they just own the property they don't really do anything and so they're not the kind of companies that will price gouge? No, not yet. Not yet, exactly. Once they start to get more and more customers for their properties, then probably that's something they're going to be looking at. Right now, all that they do is uh, they own all the Snapchat filters. Snapchat filters? Yeah. For the area? Yeah. Was that it? You can actually own Snapchat filters? Everything is has their logo on the bottom, the Quicken Lands logo. Oh, okay, so they're paid them. for it then if they're yeah. using Ah, I see. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, because I mean, I've heard that Snapchat is is a moneymaker, but at the same time, I've never realized how do they make money. It's ads. I looked that up for Rowan Cheerleading, too. It's a yeah. lot. Wow. Yeah, and that, that's the that's the, that's a that's a really interesting thing to think about over there. Now, you know what? Getting back, getting back to this, since this is a fishing podcast, 
if you could think about like all the times we've gone out fishing and all the or you know in our adventures in general, what is one of the one of the experiences that stands out to you the most? I guess never knowing where I'm gonna end up. <laughs> what do you, what do you mean by that? I mean, is that an experience that we've had? Yeah, going to DC for a weekend or a day, going to the Potomac, and I don't even know where that is. I think it's in Delaware. That wasn't DC. No. And then we went on no. the Susquehanna. Yeah, the one in Delaware. Oh, that was a cool night. Remember that? Yeah. Coming underneath the bridge, like all the fog just hitting us in the face and the wind. And what was it again? It was the water was like 65 degrees. The water was warmer than it was outside. And the outside air was like 30 degrees. Yeah. And so it was like every time we stuck our hand into the water, it, it was, was warmer. Warm. But then you pull it out and it's <laughs> It was cold as heck. That's was... why you don't fall in. That was really creepy too that night, I remember. So for for those listening, basically what we do is we took a couple of the kayaks. I have this crappy kayak. Um, and this sounds wrong when I say this in the same sentence, but I gave it to my father. And I have a nice kayak, which I invested some money into. And now I'm looking at even nicer kayaks. But anyways, the, the two kayaks that I have, we took to the Susquehanna River because I wanted to see if I could catch my first flathead catfish in that river. And so we went out with a bunch of buckets full of sunfish. Well, when you say we, you mean you. <laughs> you just were paddling around. I was in the crappy one and I didn't <laughs> And you were wearing the, the snow pants too and the snow jacket. Was I? Yeah, you were sweating. And like you, I remember when the sun came up, you like had this really red face. You looked like really greasy and tired and like like just cold. It wasn't cold. It's hot. That's right. No, yeah, you were sweating. I took off the jacket. Yeah, because it was, you were wearing a life vest, hot. a jacket, snow pants. Like, it was, dude, bad. I didn't want to fall in. Yeah, no, absolutely. And going under the bridge was the worst current I've ever been in. It was really strong. I remember that, yeah. You had to, like, actively move to not be flipped. It was that bad? Yeah, don't you remember? Oh, well, not for me, because, I mean, I, kayak, I was... kayak, it was. Kayak. It yeah, was. yeah, because you were in the eagle, the, the eagle claw. Yeah, it fit me perfectly, but... That thing dropped. <laughs> yeah, and I remember that. It was it was a heavy wind that night. It was super foggy. There was like mist and fog rising from the water. And it was swirling in like this most creepiest, almost like haunted river experience. The train. Yeah, and then we were underneath these train tracks, which the bridge was supporting. And there was that train that was super long. And it like ran right over us, was yeah. it? Really? I don't recall that. No, I think we were out in the river when it came, but it was going for like... We might have just got under the bridge, but it was close to when we just got out. Yeah, and we just couldn't believe it. Yep. And the funny thing was the entire... We went fishing the entire night. Well, I was fishing the entire night and the entire morning. We were exploring all above the Conowingo Dam, and we didn't catch a single flathead. No, we didn't. No. Not one bite. Tons of channel catfish, but no flatheads. That was I was just paddling. <laughs> you were having a good time though just paddling yeah it was it was a fun time that, that was really interesting i think if i think back to like the most memorable time that we went fishing somewhere together it was when we went shark fishing atlantic city that was a good time yeah wait the one where we went on the beach and we had those beachgoers come after us the beachgoers went after us yeah for what you might have been out on the kayak but i remember one of the beachgoers came after me and said you can't have a line here and that's why we left really it might have been ac i don't think that was atlantic city because we were allowed to be there at night no no it was during the day we went one time during the day because the thing is we're allowed you're allowed to fish there yeah no we were allowed to fish there we were we were i think 
I don't know. I don't even remember that. There was one time during the day where we had to leave because people were getting in the way of the lines. Well, it's because people were stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah, they were afraid and they were dumb. Yeah. Super dumb. Because they thought we were attracting the sharks. Yeah, and there, there, yeah, that happened. I think there was also a lady. Yeah. There was this older lady, and then we had to tell the lifeguard about it. And then the lifeguard went up to her and said, you can't complain about them fishing because they're supposed to fish here. Yeah. And she got super, super offended and angry. It was great. I loved it. We need to bring Claude shark fishing. Yeah, but we also need to avoid the surfers. It's true. Dude, those surfers were ridiculous. We have to go at night when no one's there. Yeah, but remember that I just the thing is that Andrew and I went fishing. We were fishing in Atlantic City, right in that inlet. And sometimes you get lucky in the summertime because these big brown sharks and sand tigers they'll move through that inlet because it gets super, super deep. The only problem is the current runs like crazy, and there's like these giant weed mats that you'll hook onto. And I remember, I remember that weed mat that we hooked onto. <laughs> the giant one. It was like. It was literally probably like 100 pounds of weeds. You got a lot of weights from that. Oh, yeah. I got like rigs out the wazoo. I mean, I remember just like bringing it up. I thought I was snagged. Then we slowly moved it. And I think it was like I had 80 pound main line and 80 pound monofilament. And I just kept pulling. I couldn't believe it was coming up. And eventually this giant mat that was, what was it? It was like six foot, right? Like six feet long by like four feet wide. Yeah, it was like like a mat of you. I'm I'm 5'5". Yeah. So it was about a mat of you, but like bigger and, and like green and green, very green. My favorite snag though, since we're talking about snags, was when you took me to Philly. It was one of my first times fishing and I wasn't always pulling or keeping the line tight and we got a catfish and then all of a sudden it got stuck and he yelled at me because you had to cut the line. <laughs> And then I kept on working it, and we ended up catching a bike, or the front part of a bike. Yes, because that's right. We lost the fish, and you pulled up, like... The bike. The bike. And I just... That was, like, the ultimate, like, Schuylkill Philly moment. <laughs> like, we are fishing, and we catch a bike. Yes, the bike. And I think we caught two more bikes also when we were trying to catch bait with a cast net. Never the back part. No, not not in the river. This was, a, it was at one of the little bait streams. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. We never got the full bike, though. No, I think we got one without the rear wheel, and then we got one with the front wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Chain's never the <laughs> It was never the chain. It was always rusted out. And I couldn't believe that the net was bringing up the entire bike. I mean, that was like a big bike. It was. You got good nets. I don't know where they're from. Yeah, no, they suck. I lost all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I probably downed over it. And, like, any of the catfishing guys in the stream, like, you'll... I mean, the podcast, like, that you're listening to right now, you guys know, like... You've probably lost at least, I don't know, each cast net is about like anywhere from 35 to $50 and you'll lose three to four a season. So that's about almost $200 a year. If you catfish for 20 years, that's like $3,000 in cast nets. That's a lot of money. My favorite one though, I wasn't there. It was a story was, uh, I don't want to shout anyone out being like bad, but my favorite one is the fishing when you went shark fishing and the guy never flicked the switch and the shark bit it right when you dropped it that was mikey that was yeah mikey mikey (laughs) you're so dumb you made me lose like 40 dollars in line that day (laughs) and i you know even you wouldn't have done that like i know you're like not that experienced no i'm good at that though just flick the switch that's it just flip the switch that's it we need to get walkie talkies out for this year yeah actually i was looking into a couple of waterproof walkie talkies so we can at least talk like, I'm dropping it now. Oh, yeah. Well, Got I mean, it. I kept yelling back at Mikey. And I'm like, I dropped it. I dropped it. I look at him. 
And he's just like standing there and him and everyone's looking at the reel. They're like, oh. And so what happened was that the bait, the moment I dropped it, as it seems a, a shark picked it up and just started running with it. And they didn't know how to stop it. So it just went <laughs> And there was maybe only like 50 yards of line on the reel left. And he just let it go. And literally the entire reel got stripped. So this poor shark was swimming out there. probably like 600 yards of line behind him. How much was there when you got back? Nothing. Nothing. The entire reel was empty. <laughs> I thought maybe it would be like maybe five feet or something that you could No. Save. No, there was nothing left on the reel. That's why I got back. I looked at the reel and he just goes, oh, dude, I'm sorry. Like we, uh, I, I think a fish had that line. And I run over to the reel and I'm looking I'm like, Mikey, there's no line on this reel. <laughs> He's like, oh, and he scratches his head, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, dude. It, it was that blue, and uh, I, I thought there was more of that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I just heard it, like, I heard you drop it, and then I know I heard it go, like, screaming. And he's like, and I thought it was still stuck to you, so I thought you were just going to come back, and, uh, you know. Mikey, well, how you your suck. Line has a, how your line has the different colors, the further you go into it. Yeah, the multicolor line. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I always go by. Yeah. What color is the end and what color should you not see? Incredibly smart of you. Really smart. That's why I know when to flip <laughs> the switch. <laughs> and that was, dude, I, I, I thought that was so funny. I mean, I was really angry because that brought us down to only having two rods, not three. And we didn't even catch a single shark that day. That was the only one that bit and Mikey didn't know what to do. I'm thinking if we ever had a moment like that where we've been a rod down. No, I don't think so. I think it might have been where you were reeling in too slow because it was one of those round reels. You didn't really know how to reel in and it got stuck and then it snapped off the line. But that was about it. Well, no, we had those, but there was a time when you wouldn't use those even though you brought them. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't trust you yeah. to use them. And then uh, one of the times we went fishing at Atlantic City, mm -hmm. we only used one rod because you didn't want me on a shark. And you just wanted me fishing for those baby fish. <laughs> I wanted you to fish for skate and dogfish so we could have bait. No, you wanted the baby fish. Cause, yeah. And you, you kept on yelling at me because I'd kill them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. the oh, Yes, it was, it was sea bass. Yeah. Because you, you kept making them swallow the hook. And you're just like, oh, oh. And then, like, I remember you just got so frustrated. You just put the rod away. You're like, I'm not fishing anymore. But then there's a crab there that was killing him anyway. Yeah, because the moment you put it in the water, the crab was, was like, right that's there. mine. <laughs> and he just grabbed it. That was probably the craziest experience. Too bad you can't get a moon burn. A moon? we'd have a good time. Oh, yeah, heck yeah, man. I'd be glowing blue. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like the Avatar guys. <laughs> be like Israel Adesanya. Who's that? That was the last fight. That was between... Uh, that was Israel and Silva. Uh -huh. Remember we went last weekend to see... I swear, Augie, it, we're doing an official podcast. Thanks for saying hi, but you gotta go. Okay, so we just got rid of the dog. I don't think the dog is there anymore to kind of get in our way. And we are back. And I found my voice. Why did I never get, or why did I never get an anchor? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I gave you an anchor. It was on that crappy, like, yellow braid I never line. got one. No, I gave you one. No, you didn't. I asked you if you wanted one. You said, I, I don't need it. No, you said, are you fishing? I'm like, no. And then you're like, okay, you don't get an You don't need it. <laughs> because I'm, I'm always like sinister like that if you're not fishing. I'm like, I have to punish you for not enjoying the same activity that I do. My favorite was when, uh, I forget that one spot we go in Philly. We can't talk about it. I know, but. We just can't talk about it. My favorite was when we were on the kayaks there and I had to go to the bathroom. So you just went to take a poop right there. And you said, just 
Just go for it. You leave me into the darkness <laughs> and maybe you'll find me. I thought I was going to see the yellow bright kayak with just you on top of it squatting down. And I was like, yo, please, you make sure you hit those scupper holes. No, because I didn't know. Because I was looking for like where we went on to the water. Yeah. And I couldn't find it because it was too dark. <laughs> there was other two I guys in the boat. I didn't have a light. So I just like went onto some rock. And then I see... A red light, like your light on your kayak, <laughs> just fly by, and I'm like, oh, there goes Kevin. Well, like, I guess oh. I'm just stranded here, because <laughs> he has the car, and I'm walking. <laughs> yeah, I know, that was bad. 30-minute walk back. Weren't they like, what the heck are you doing? You're like, I had to take a poop. No, and they're then... just like, hey, buddy. I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was a fun day. I can't wait once the water gets warmer again, the air gets nicer. Well, my real question about that was, how are you moving so fast if that was you? Because they had a motor. <laughs> and I was like, dang, like, where did that energy come from and why do I not have it? All you heard was, ah, the fish are over there. <laughs> Get down. The fish is gone. <laughs> I've got the giant flathead. He's pulling me. Get down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great, man. That was... That was a lot of fun. I think that's that's I one thing I really want to do this year, and I want to bring you along is like kayaking and kayak fishing. I gotta get back in shape. Yeah, you do. You're kind of fat. I'm very fat. You're like you're like you just got you got a little chubby, I got the you know. Blub. But yeah, but, but you know it's nice, and the, and and the women love it. Women it's my love first a little bit of heat. Time I've ever been fat, so I'm pretty proud of it. Well, I have to say, I think you've you've withstood the test of time. I was a hundred pounds all throughout high school, and now I finally get to eat. That's yeah, you like. do, which is what we're going to do after Get this podcast. Yeah, well, yeah, more than veg. We're going to sush. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to fish it. <laughs> we're going to literally, like, our, mer- dude, I wonder how bad our mercury intake is going to be in the month from now. What does mercury do to your body? <laughs> it destroys your brain. Does it? Yeah. <laughs> That's already gone. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that, that, you know, and actually running off of that point, I think one of the coolest things that I picked up from you once I've realized all the things that you've been through, and I don't know if you want to tell them about everything, but I think... Future video. Or hit up my channel and find it out. There you go. You should really find out. But I think after all that you've been through in life, it's amazing how positive you still are and how you have no restraints in life. I like the waves. Yeah? I know it's off. Like, I know it's out there, but, like, I was looking at your computer, and the waves are really cool. Yeah, aren't they? The audio waves? Yeah. Yeah, it also means that we're completely off track. I know. Literally off track. Yeah. You can delete that. Yeah, I just kind of got rid of it. (laughs) But, yeah, you just got to smell the flowers and enjoy life. Well, what kind of gave you that mindset, though? Just got to enjoy life. So you just got that, I just got to enjoy life thing. Life's going to hit you. You better just enjoy the ride. Let it hit you and keep going. Yeah, you like don't let the negative experiences kind of get to you. You gotta embrace them. It's who you are. And you gotta eat a lot of sushi. Yeah, that's for sure. I actually didn't eat fish until I met you. Are you serious? Yeah. High five, man. That's awesome. I, I didn't even realize that. I thought you were kind of just like, eh, I'll eat it once in a blue moon. No, I might have had fish once before I met you. <laughs> Maybe once. I've never gone fishing. Yeah. Before you. Which a lot of people don't know either. You didn't at all fish until we met. Which is why I brought a banana on our first trip. But that's okay, because did you know that when I went fishing with Chris for the first time, I also brought a banana? Devone? Yeah, Devone. Or and in the Devone. video, it actually shows me him saying something about it, saying, that's crap. And then me putting the <laughs> peel on top of the tip of a rod, saying, that one's getting bit first. The reason why I brought the banana with us was because my Holly Point dorm had cockroaches. <laughs> so I couldn't have any other food but fresh food that I had to pick up that day. 
at the dining hall. Yeah, so I, I just grabbed the bananas and left because we didn't have because we were already late. Yeah, because Chris yep. slept in. Yep, that's right. And the thing is that it was your guy's room and you even showed me a couple of the cockroaches They're that were like nasty. hiding in your cupboards. It was so gross. And mind you guys, this was like the new dormitory that Rowan University built for its students and it was infected with cockroaches. They were, I saw them grow from little wee babies, only like a millimeter big yeah. to Giants. almost a foot. <laughs> Attack of the cockroaches. Well, the school wouldn't help me. Mm-hmm. And then I found one on my wall and I just grabbed it, put Good. it in a bucket and brought it down to the front desk and said, get rid of this. I'll leave it here with you. That's disgusting. I can't even believe that you live with cockroaches. That's so gross. They would crawl on me. Yeah. Okay. Well, in that instance, I think we're hitting almost like the 40-minute mark. Um, but no, that, that was crazy. Um, Hit me up on Instagram. Wait, wait. Okay, so because we're about to like bring this to an effort, and again, dude, I'm glad you came on the podcast this time. I'm sure this won't be the only time. And don't go vegging again in the chair, please, so they can hear you. Um, uh, why don't you let... Some of the listeners know, if they're interested in following you, where they can find you and what you're planning on doing. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram or Snapchat. My Instagram is, it is droopy now, all one word. And my Snapchat is kish underscore potato. And, it, and how do you spell those? Anyone. K-I-S-H underscore potato. <laughs> and what about the Instagram one? Not everyone knows how to spell droopy. I T. I-S-D-R-E-W-P-Y-N-O-W. There you go. So, guys, make sure you follow Andrew there. For those of you who are new to the podcast, I appreciate you listening. I think this was a great time. And if there's anyone you want to see on this podcast, too, let me know. There's definitely several fishermen and YouTubers and active social media public figures that I want to bring on this podcast next. Just got to figure out how to attach the cell phone to the stream. I spelt it right. I didn't know that. I just checked. You did fantastic. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> you ready to get some sushi? Ready for the mercury. Let's do it. All right, guys. Well, anyways, thanks for listening to this podcast, episode number three. <laughs> and I will see you guys next time. Catterman out. Catter Nation. I'll see you soon.